0: And welcome to Christmas in Crapper Creek. Great time, great show. You're going to love this week's podcast. We got a Christmas foodie roundup. A special Christmas version of Yes or B.S. with the Mayor. Lovely Maria joins us throughout the show. We're going to talk Hallmark Christmas movies that suck. Lovely Maria's going to talk buying lingerie for Christmas. The Hallmark drinking game. Glenner's favorite holiday traditions. Censored Christmas tunes, this year's most dangerous toys, and the signs you're watching a really bad Christmas special on TV. It's all coming up this week on the podcast Christmas in Crapper Creek. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Okay, when it comes to the holidays, fellas, uh, and you're always wondering what to get somebody, you've probably heard the term boomerang gift. That's where you buy somebody a gift, but it's really for you. Let's be straight up. Like, look, honey, I brought you a snow machine, that kind of thing. Uh, Maria's on the phone with you. Maria, have I ever given you a boomerang gift?
1: Um, I don't think so. I, I don't think I have. I, I think I've given no. stuff that'd be fun but for we us. we take stuff to Christmas parties that are boomerang gifts. No, you
0: we- don't say we don't. <laughs> don't even drag me into your little weird white elephant if, hell. If it,
1: if it conveniently comes into my hands twice and becomes uh-huh. my pirate. No, I'm happy. that's not how you do it. Here's yeah, what. Yeah, no, 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 idea. no. Yeah, then you get what you want. You bought it, it anyway. But here's here's how she does
0: it. Never invite Maria to a white elephant. And i I had. Br- we've talked about this before <laughs> on air, and that's because she will bring an item she wants, yes. and then she makes it a game and makes it her task to try to get her own gift back.
1: That's correct. Okay. And I usually do. Alright. Why do you think we have all that depotware? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And how do? We, how come we have
0: more lids that don't fit anything? Oh, well, we don't. Yeah, we have all these lids that don't fit anything. How the, hell the does that work exactly? I don't exactly. know, and I
1: can't find any place where you can buy more lids.
0: Alright, here you go. So with that in mind, guys, uh, a boomerang <laughs> gift that guys often think and that would be lingerie. So a guy who gives his wife or girlfriend lingerie is basically buying the ultimate boomerang gift. Because it's really for us. Yeah. Well, here's well, the bad news. Uh, she doesn't want lingerie for Christmas.
1: What does she want?
0: I don't know. It just says a new survey found 61% of women said they don't want lingerie for Christmas.
1: I want cotton jamas. Does that
0: count? <laughs> okay, no. no. No, we don't. Yeah, no.
1: That's I want not nice, a boomerang gift. That's not what
0: we're talking about Nazi here. unless skin. Is- Fleece ones that I've had for 20 years. Unless it comes with, like, assless chaps on the bottom, oh, that, it's Lord. not the same. Go back to the 80s. It says here, and really, assless chap pajamas were big in the 80s? I don't remember no, that being a thing. No, anything. remember
1: the assless chap uh, jeans with
2: the plastic see yeah, so you could see your
1: assless chaps? Right.
0: <laughs> right. In fact, it says here, women don't want you anywhere near uh, the buying process. 86% of women say they like to buy all their own underwear and lingerie. Agreed. 68% said they like to go shopping for it alone, thank you. I just, I like
1: to try it on.
0: All right. And the survey also found uh, one of the few products that people would rather buy in person than online. 72% uh, said, no, wait, I want to try it. Like you said, they want to try it on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So 61% of U.S. women do not want to receive lingerie. Here's the thing. 7% of U.S. men do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fifty percent will buy it just because of this. I didn't
0: think about that. Well, some of us like to wear it. It makes us feel fancy.
1: Uh Oh, I'm wearing
0: your (laughs) assless chap '80s jeans right now. As a matter of fact,
1: underneath your snow pants, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. (laughs) All right, weirdo, I gotta go.
0: (laughs) Ah, the holidays. We all have our traditions, right? You know, we joke about a lot about being with family on the holidays and how stressful it is, but do most of us secretly enjoy it? Two-thirds of Americans say spending quality time with their family, including extended family, is actually the best part of the holidays. We always joke about it. And even my extended family, my near family, all my family, my wife's family... No matter how many of them drive me nuts or whatever, I love hanging around them all at the holidays. Hanging around with family is, I'd say, maybe my favorite thing about the holidays. Some other quick stats. 68% of us are more excited about the gifts we're giving than the ones we're receiving this year, and that's the way it should be. 57% are planning to give more gifts than usual. And we're giving them to more people as well. The top holiday traditions we'll take part in, watching Christmas movies, decorating the tree. Almost half. Of us own at least one special ornament that's been passed down. See, I don't have that. I should... I don't have that. Two-thirds say they're going all out with the decorations this year. I used to. They're Just not as much anymore. It's too much work. It's just the two of us. If I still have the little kids, uh, you know, maybe grandkids around will do it. But right now, no, I'm not going to go all Griswold on the home. My house used to look like Vegas on the holidays. It was so lit up. And no, it's because I replaced, mostly because I replaced the flashing words Merry Christmas with the words Live Nude Girls, Live Nude Girls. So that's, you Could see where I'd get confused with Vegas. But you know, my holiday traditions are probably different than yours. Yours might be caroling, while mine is slamming the door on the carolers. Yours might be decorating, where mine is using a pellet gun to deflate all the neighbors' yard Santas. Or uh, spiking grandpa's eggnog and then asking what he really thinks of women in the workplace. (laughs) Putting those fake antlers on your car that amuse absolutely nobody. Oh, there's a holiday tradition. Using Rudolph to teach our kids who look different. Should be ostracized on the playground. Or did I miss the point? And look on your kid's face when they unwrap a giant box to find a pair of socks. Oh! Traditions. I used to do that with them. No matter what you got, I put it in a uh, Nordstrom box. It's like, look, an oven mitt. Yay! Getting hammered at the office party and peeing on the boss's desk. Standard. Making a gingerbread house, then raising the rent so the gingerbread family has to move into a gingerbread van. Jack Frost nipping at your nose, then suing his ass for sexual harassment. It's all, your traditions are different than mine. Watching the rest of the street put up the same Christmas lights we had on our house all year. It's tradition, people. It's all about tradition, okay? Okay. Now, uh, we did a survey last week or we read about a survey about when when is it you get burnt out on the holidays? Cause you know, I mean, it used to be uh, sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas it would it would start. And then of course it got closer and closer. Then Black Friday kind of signaled that's the start, which was a month away. Now we see Christmas stuff up in the stores before they actually take down the Halloween stuff. We had mentioned in a uh, little trivia thing earlier that uh, Tim Burton got the idea from Nightmare Before Christmas when he was going through a Walmart or some store somewhere and he saw both Christmas and Halloween stuff kind of converging. So we do, uh, they said like uh, about, um, takes about, uh, most people are burnt out two weeks before Christmas. And a week leading up, everyone's everybody's burnt out. But then there's the ones that get excited, right? I get exci- I think it builds back up the like three weeks before the anticipation. But I don't know. I uh, I've already attended a lot of parties this year. Last year, not so much because of COVID. But this year, we had our big station bash, which is great. My wife's party. Then we had the the uh, uh, Distinguished Citizens Banquet, which was a hell of a party. Then I did comedy at a couple other holiday Christmas parties and was invited to those parties. And then we got a relative with a party. And then there's more parties. It's fine. And I love the party. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, Lord, I could use a break. (laughs) I really could. And you can tell. uh, There are signs to look for that you probably need a break from your holiday party. Yeah, like if that new gift from Santa is a new liver. Mm. Right? Where your favorite Christmas carol is jingle bleh. Your office Christmas party started in the conference room, but it ended with you waking up in a ditch, naked, in Tijuana. It's a quality party. Yeah, that partridge in the pear tree your true love gave you, you got high and ate it. There's more signs that uh, you need to take a break from your holiday party in. Got so bad, Rudolph is singing a song about your giant red nose. You get busted for sledding under the influence? Dude, you gotta ratchet back a few notches, bro. Hey, look, the kids made you a gingerbread rehab facility. <laughs> On Christmas morning, the kids wake up to find you under the tree. It's like, alright. I think we're probably good here from the farthest north rock station in the world it's the crapper creek
2: podcast
1: hey baby hello
0: what are you doing all right well uh now you know it is holiday season now last month our favorite holiday is halloween and for an entire month uh your favorite thing are scary movies and we watched this scary movie every single night
1: it was awesome
0: But now it's the holiday season.
1: And I'm still watching a scary movie every night.
0: Fine. But this (laughs) time, it's about a young girl who's originally from a small town who's moved on and lost her way. Trying to find and recapture the magic of Christmas. And thanks to a handyman back in her old hometown, she does just that.
1: (laughs) Isn't that every holiday Christmas movie? That's
0: not the point, honey. These Uh, things... are
1: all so predictable. They
0: make you feel good and warm. Uh, They don't all. They're not that. All right, here, hold on. How about this one? Christmas in a small town. Check this one out. Hold on.
1: Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. Christmas in a Small Town. He's a totally handsome and charming bachelor yeah, is. who is somehow still totally available. She's the super hot single girl, just back from her big city job, who just yep. happens to be totally available. Yeah. Will they meet and find love? Oh, I hope so. What are you? Stupid? No, what? It's yeah, thank you. Christmas in a Small Town tonight on the Hallmark Channel. All right, that was a bad example. Yeah, City Girl comes to the countryside and finds her man. of her, Okay, just All right, hold make on. me gag. Stop it. These are magical <laughs> moments oh and God. times. And yeah, but is, it's not real life. My show is at least where well, there's murder involved and it's real. Anyway, go yeah, ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's real. Right. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, totally bought <laughs> no, that. No, totally no, bought no, that. Yeah, no, Freddy Krueger, no. that could happen. I'm we'll
1: talking that kind of show.
2: All right.
0: <laughs> All right well, give me one more chance. Here's another. This one is about a Chris, uh, Christmas Tree Farm. Didn't we just watch one about a Christmas tree farm? No, that was a caribou ranch. All right, Christmas tree farm, caribou ranch, whatever. Hold on. This is a better one.
1: Doesn't matter. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel, Uh Christmas at a Christmas tree farm. He's a widower architect from the big city with perfect teeth, 20-inch biceps, Uh and a precocious five-year-old daughter who's sweet enough to give you a cavity. She's a former lingerie model uh-huh. who's unable to have a child of her own who now works on her parents' Christmas tree farm. Will they meet and find love? Oh, let's hope so. What are you, a moron? God darn it. It's oh. Christmas at a Christmas tree farm. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. All
0: right, but you got to admit the drinking games are fun. we got to bring back the drinking games. Remember, we had a sheet of them. Every time there's a mistletoe, you got to drink. Every time when they first, uh, the first snowfall.
1: Well, let just have to make sure we don't have hard liquor this time. N- no, because last year <laughs> that was a, a mis- we better
0: chicken. do it with wine because we were <laughs> faced. Yeah, tequila was a horrible idea.
1: <laughs> Love All the right. holidays. I hate the cars. I hate the shows. I hate those shows. You know I do.
0: No, you don't. You watch them every night with me, and you get sucked in just when like you I do.
1: Make me. Otherwise, I'll go back to, you know... <laughs> Murder and mayhem. I know, oh, I know. No evil amongst us.
0: Okay, fine. Yeah. Someone
1: uh, must die.
0: Evil amongst us.
1: And then Santa comes in with his reindeer and gives everybody right. candy canes. And everybody wins. Oh, whatever. The candy canes are killer candy canes. <laughs> they're either poisoned or sharp. Tips, or...
0: Wow, what kind of holiday moment are you in? <laughs> you just ruined everything. All right. Oh, well. All right, I'm going to leave now. All right, love you. Uh, <laughs> we put together a list of the worst holiday songs. Silent Night by Wing. Wing Han Stang, born in Hong Kong, took up singing as a hobby. She moved to New Zealand. South Park even parried her, uh, did a parody of her back in the day. Uh, White Christmas by Tiny Tim. Oh, my God. Remember Tiny Tim, tiptoe through the tulips? Yeah, he did White Christmas. It wasn't good.
2: White, white car oh, my God. That's
0: horrible. Of course, remember, he played the ukulele to make it even more horrible. Uh, let's see. Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Alice Cooper. Featuring John Five, Jilly, uh, Billy Sheehan, and our own uh, Carmine of brother, Vinny. But this one actually kind of rocks. We'll have to ask Carmine about that one. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Regis Philbin. And it even features a cameo by a pre-Oval Office Donald Trump, who offers Rudolph a job in place of Santa. So we got Regis Philbin, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, and Donald Trump on this song. (laughs) Uh, Where's another one? I Got a Cold for Christmas by the Three Stooges. Not terrible, but not exactly a classic. Little Drummer Boy by William Hung. Remember William Hung? She Bang, She Bang from American Idol. And he put out an album and actually sold well. I know. Hold on.
1: Come, they told me. (laughs) This
0: is gold. A newborn king to see, pa, ra, pa, pa, pa pa Oh, that's beautiful. Our finest gifts we bring, pa ra pa, 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 pa. uh huh Okay, all right, okay, okay, okay. Can't play the whole thing. Up, up on the housetop by the Jingle Babies. A bunch of annoying baby songs sampled and played back. It's kind of like the uh, singing cats or the dogs ones, but much, much worse. Away in a Manger by the Brady Bunch. Uh, Marie McCormick does a lot of the vocals. It's from the album Merry Christmas from the Brady Bunch. That'd actually be a good one to have. And finally, uh, Jingle Bells with uh, William Shatner featuring Henry Rollins. Not kidding. Now the drum is played. Go in while you're young.
2: Take the girls tonight and sing the sleighing song. Just get a bobtail bay. 240 as a speed. Hitch you to an open sleigh And crack, you'll take the lead. Jingle oh. oh, my God. Stop.
0: stop. 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 Oh my God. Make it stop. All right, holiday uh, season, and it just wouldn't be the same without a holiday visit to Mr. Mayor. Uh, I picture him right now in a big uh, heavy coat and a top hat and a cane walking through the streets of Fairbanks uh, on the holidays. It's Mayor Jim Matherly with us from the city of Fairbanks. Hi, Mayor.
2: How are you? So what am I, Mr. Peanut now, huh? Yeah, kind of like
0: Mr. Peanut. Very much so. Uh, anywho, <laughs> uh, you, we always have you join us for a, a little game we call Yes or B.S.? And that's right. There was a story out about somebody actually putting 25,000 lights on their house like Christmas vacation. <laughs> uh, and so and, and it, it would cost uh, 2,500 a month in electricity, by the way, for his light show. So uh, the wow. topic are other facts about the movie Christmas Vacation.
2: I love it. I just watched it the other day. I showed it to my youngest two boys, and I just love that movie.
0: All right, well, here we go All right. And now it's time for yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, or BS. Okay.
0: What? All right. Now we can do this. Of course, it's National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation, and uh, our first question is: It was one of only two Christmas movies that came out in the year eighteen, or excuse me, nineteen
2: eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Is that just, uh, I- yes or BS? I just can't believe that after, you know, every year there's tons of them. I'm going to have to say BS on that one.
0: No, it's true. sorry. You got the first one wrong.
2: That's Uh, amazing. Yeah, thanks for reiterating that.
0: And uh, the cool part, John Galecki from Big Bang Theory was in both of them. He played Rusty, of course, in Christmas Vacation that year. And then he played a kid named Billy Quinn on Prancer. The other one was Prancer, the movie about the uh, reindeer.
2: I love this character in Christmas Vacation. Oh, it's he's hilarious. brilliant, brilliant. Yeah.
0: All right, here's your next one. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was the second National Lampoon movie about the Griswold family.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Wow, I, I was hoping you'd ask me questions about the script. Uh, the Griswold family made their first appearance in that movie. I will say yes, that's the first one.
0: It's the first one.
2: Isn't that right? The question it. is,
0: it was the second oh. National Lampoon movie about the Griswold. You're saying it's the first?
2: Yeah.
0: I, I, say, that, I say BS on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're wrong.
2: Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> in fact, it was oh, the shit. third. Oh, come on. You, right?
0: had, you had National Lampoon's Vacation in 83. Oh, then you had funny. European Vacation that came out in 85. This was the third, and there was one more, the Vegas Vacation that came out later. So, and then you uh, had a
2: spinoff with Cousin Eddie's Christmas. I remember that, too. Right. And that was, that was a, horrible. That was, not, that not, was not good at all. No, no. Terrible. All right, let's move
0: on. You're 0 for 2. No, no pressure. Uh, the actress who did the voice of Betty Boop was in the movie.
2: That's, that's a yes. Yeah. A yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. Mae
0: Quistel. She played yeah. Aunt Bethany, the confused yeah. old lady who says the Pledge of Allegiance at dinner. She actually...
1: That's
0: she did the voice... Of Betty Boop. and you can tell by the voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she did the voice of Olive Oil in the Popeye cartoons. So now that I didn't know. I God knew bless about you. the other, but
2: I didn't know about Olive Oil. Yeah, she did the, Betty God, Boop great. and
0: Olive Oil. And that was, what, 70 years ago, 80 years ago, anyway. All right, here's the next one. Four people from Saturday Night Live are in that movie. Four right.
2: people. So, hold on. Brian Doyle Murray, Chevy Chase. Uh, Reddy Quaid was on there for a brief time, so that's three. Oh, yeah, he's a major uh, player in that movie. He was, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of the four. Oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So, yeah, there's four. That's yeah, that. I was wondering if you could get that
0: one. Yeah, Julia yeah. Louise dreyfus who's in there, of course, yep. played the neighbor. All right, your final question. It's called Christmas Vacation, but none of it actually takes place on Christmas.
2: Oh, that's true. It stops at Christmas Eve. Oh, look at that.
0: A little bit there rallied. You got I the did. last three, so way to go! That was well done, Mr. Mayor, sir. Well played. I uh, tell you what, we'll do it again probably towards the new year. We look forward to it. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks for doing what you do for the good city, the Goldenheart City of Fairbanks. You rock, buddy. And, and uh, you too. thank you for being there for the uh, uh, award banquet for Jerry and I last week. That meant uh, that meant the world having you come up and speak.
2: I wouldn't have missed it. I have a lot of respect for both you and Jerry and your families, and I wish you both. A great Christmas holiday. You
0: do the same. That's Mayor Jim Matherly. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Glenn. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All the holidays, we all eat uh, in excess. That's uh, the one thing that comes with the holidays is lots of food, man. Lots of food and goodies and treats, which is why we really need a special Christmas in Crapper Creek holiday foodie roundup. Here! Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, that music is not Christmassy. Oh, you can make any music Christmassy. All you have to do is just add, hold on. Just add some jingle bells. Look at that. Suddenly it's Christmas. You can add anything. You could put jingle bells to anything and it'll sound like Christmas music. You notice that? Anyway. All right, here's your Christmas foodie roundup. I don't know why, but Kraft will pay you $20 to not make uh, cheesecake. If you haven't heard, uh, here's the reason, actually. There's a big cream cheese shortage because of the pandemic, I guess. Demand is up 18%. Partly because more people are cooking and baking. Uh, Supply chain issues also a factor. So now Kraft is going to pay you not to make cheesecake for Christmas. Of course, Kraft owns Philadelphia cream cheese brand. For two days starting at noon and going th- uh, through the holidays, they're, they're only giving out uh, 18,000 vouchers, so don't wait long. Once you get a spot, just buy a different dessert or ingredients for a dessert between now and Christmas. Yeah, they'll pay you 20 bucks not to use their product. <laughs> wow. All right. Meanwhile, somebody poured through Google data to see which cookies, uh, Christmas cookies, are exceptionally popular in every state. Christmas cookie fudge topped six states. Italian cookies were number one in five. Old-fashioned Italian Christmas cookies were number one in D.C., now, traditional Christmas cookies were the favorite in a couple of states, Arkansas and Nevada, sn- uh, snowball cookies in Michigan and Ohio. Some states went rogue. New York went with the nice Christmas cookies. California wants Snoopy Christmas cookies. Hawaii likes cherry Christmas cookies. All right. Alaska's old-fashioned sugar cookies. Cadbury! Alright, are they really passing off chocolate Easter bunnies as chocolate Santas? Possibly. Guy in Australia was at a store in the candy aisle, noticed the Cadbury's giant chocolate Santa. Looked more like rabbit-shaped than Santa shaped, so he brought he bought one, opened the wrapper. You know what? Kinda of appears to be a chocolate bunny. People online think Cadbury's trying to pull a fast one and get rid of their old Easter candy before it goes bad. <laughs> Luckily here, it doesn't look like Cadbury sells that specific chocolate Santa, but yeah, they got busted. No, it's an Easter bunny. Oh, is it? Or is it Santa? Or is it Santa posing as the Easter bunny? Either way, they're pulling a fast one. They're getting rid of their old Easter chocolate. You know they are. We mentioned cookies. Where's the most expensive city to bake a batch of cookies? It seems pretty inexpensive make a batch of cookies, right? According to a new study, baking a batch of cookies in the U.S. costs roughly $6.10 per batch. They didn't specify how many cookies it is, but most batches, a couple dozen. The most expensive place, San Diego. I don't know. A batch will set you back 12 bucks. Followed by Burlington, Vermont. The cheapest place, Charleston, South Carolina, only $2.23. West Virginia and Des Moines, Iowa. And finally, what is the correct way to make hot chocolate from a mix? If you're an overachiever, here are some various hacks. Try adding two ounces of espresso plus a sprinkle of sugar and cinnamon. Use an oven-safe mug, top it with marshmallows, put it under the broiler. Ooh. Take the hot chocolate mix, add a half cup of pumpkin puree. No, I'm not going to add pumpkin. Stir in, add a little warm eggnog for Christmas. Drop a scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream in a small bowl. Or make it spicy and add some chili powder. Or just add booze. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Holiday season! So, I got the wife to watch some of those Hallmark Christmas movies things on TV and they're all kind of the same even the posters are the same every everyone is pretty much the same theme right the 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 small town gal gal that goes back goes to the city and gets the big job and forgets her roots till she comes back and meets an old high school guy and blah 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 there's never any sex they're not, they're not like back in the back truck just banging you know To the sound of jingle bells. That never happens on these. It would be cool if they did like X-rated Hallmark Christmas. I'm sure Pornhub's got some, right? Surely they must. Surely there's got to be some X-rated Hallmark Christmas special somewhere where at least you get some kind of payoff. A big finish, right? The big climax, as it were. I think they'd get a lot more viewers. But no, they, they uh, they don't do that. Now there is a great, if you haven't played the drinking game, it's fantastic. The wife and I have played the uh, Hallmark drinking game, and there's a, there's a bunch of different ones you can do if you're into them. But uh, really, it's, it's all pretty much the same kind of thing when you play the game. For instance, you take a drink when a character is named uh, something related to Christmas. Holly, Nick, Chris, Noel. Someone disses fake Christmas trees, you got to take a drink. If there's a mistletoe, you take a drink. A newcomer partakes in an old family town tradition. You got to take a drink. Uh, If you see an ugly sweater or tie, you got to take a drink. Somebody gets snowed in. Boom. Drink. Somebody drinks uh, hot chocolate, cider, eggnog. You got to drink. A big city person transplanted to the small town. Drink. Drink. Magical deals made with uh, Santa or an angel, you take a drink. A reference to a dead relative, you take a drink. By this time, you're like eight drinks in. You are fucked up and the show isn't even half over. So pace yourself with this. Remember, that's just a drink, <sniffs> a sip. However, you got to finish the whole fucking drink if the Christmas cynic is filled with holiday spirit. And the guy that doesn't believe it, but, but he comes around, right, you got to finish the drink. Or if it starts to snow on Christmas, finish that drink. And now we're not talking shots. Those are safe for something separate. You take a shot every time you spot uh, an actress that's in every one of these. Candace Cameron, Beer, Lacey Chabert, uh, Danica McKellar, any of them, you got you to take a shot. Or if the main characters fall in love, you got to take a shot. Now, you could uh, exchange these for bong hits if you're into that instead. Either way, you're going to be pretty toasted about midway through this thing. And in the end, they're still not going to do it. So, what the fuck? This whole thing is stupid. Time for the holidays. Uh, We'll have some holiday fun, obviously. We have to. We can't, you know, ignore it. It's there. Rearing its ugly head. And now, if you're looking to buy your kids' toys, I found a list of the... Every year, they put out the uh, 10 worst toys to buy for the year. Let's take a look at some of these. These are actual toys. The, um... Number ten is the Star Wars Mandalorian Darksaber, cause there's potential for blunt force and eye injuries. Well no shit. It's a it's a darksaber. What are they supposed to do with it? You're supposed to hit your brother with it hard. Whack him right across the back of the leg. Smack! Hit him in his bare ass. That's what you're supposed to do, of if, course if, if, Yeah, eye injuries if you're doing it right. Uh, the next one is My Sweet Love Lots of Love Baby's Minis. I don't know what any of that means, but it's got a potential choking hazard. Sounds like a sex toy, if you ask me. Hey, hey, baby, what do you say we get out the My Sweet Love Lots of Love Babies Minis? Right. The Boom City Racer. Potential for eye and facial injuries. Don't know what it is. Boomerang Interactive Stunt UFO. Well, that just sounds like fun. Boomerang... Meaning it's coming back. Interactive mean you're working with it and it's a stunt UFO. So it flies somehow and it says it has potential for propeller-related injuries. (laughs) Sounds like a toy from the 70s where they didn't give a shit. If if it poked out an eye or killed you. Man. see now they're just thinning the herd too. you know, they don't thin it like they, they used to let us do it. That's what's wrong right now. There's so many idiots running around because we made everything so safe for these fuckers. All right? Everything's got a warning label now. You take off the warning labels of everything and just just like natural selection do its job. Right? All right, next on the list, the sci-fi slime. All right, potential for chemical-related injuries. All right, what, what is a chemical-related injury? Are you talking about like a, a massive explosion? Or, are we, or is it is it toxic? Does it leave a rash? That's a little. Uh, I mean, there's been slime toys around forever. Don't they just don't they dump you in it on Nickelodeon? Why now it's bad? All right. Oh, here's the next one. My one of my favorites. Uh, number five: the WWE Jumbo Superstar Fists. Potential for blunt force and impact injuries. Yeah, again. WWE jumbo super size of superstar fists. So I'm imagining big foam like the hook fists. What do you again? You're supposed to pummel your brother with this. Yes, with blunt force and impact. Duh. What are they gonna tickle fight with him? Gloria Owl. I don't know what it is, but it says potential for ingestion with Gloria Owl. Wouldn't that be potential for regurgitation? Maybe. Uh, Marvel Avengers Vibranium Power FX Claw. Potential for eye and facial injuries. Probably launches something at your face. Uh, number two does. I know because it just says it. It's called the Missile Launcher. Potential for eye and facial injuries. Oh, that sounds awesome. I want the Missile Launcher. And Number one, the Calico Critters. Nursery Friends. Potential choking hazards. I mean, it's not as bad as like little Johnny Pepper spray or... The Name That Rash Game. Gender Bender Elmo. Could see that being worse. C-section Barbie, maybe. Ah, Hot Tub Toaster. See, that probably wouldn't fly. My Little Pony Play Action Meat Factory. Of course, the Chinese checkers. With just a little bit of lead. (laughs) Hey. Hi. And see, that's not a very professional way to answer the phone. Hey. I, I know it was you. Wow.
1: It says, my phone talks to me.
0: <laughs> wow. You're like psychic.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> or
0: psychotic.
1: What a... uh, either or. Pick your poison.
0: Hey, so here's the deal, honey. Uh, holiday season is here, and we we usually agree on a lot of stuff. We've been doing this a long time. So uh, I think uh, none of these are all that big of a surprise, but I've got this list, and it's the 10 most common arguments that couples have at Christmas time. Really? Yeah. So I thought maybe we'd look over these. A couple of them I kind of agree with, and, and uh, I won't say which one, though, but you'll probably know. So let's start with number 10 at the bottom. What are the, uh, whether you got too drunk on Christmas. Now, that goes for either person.
1: We, we don't fight about it, we just get too drunk and we go to bed <laughs> so, I guess it doesn't count when we're it both
0: doesn't, yeah, it doesn't count when we're both too drunk I, well, so yeah, I guess it wouldn't be a fight. It would just be a nap <laughs> We'll just pass up um here number nine, what presents to buy the kids?
1: No, I usually let you take that
0: what to oh here's a good one what to watch on t v on Christmas day
1: um die hard. Yeah. See, we we disagree on that one. I would say gremlins.
0: Oh, see, oh, Gremlins is a Christmas a movie, but Die Hard no, it's isn't? Not a, it's
1: not really a Christmas. Well, it takes place at Christmas, so technically, Die Hard takes place at Christmas, too, but that involves guns and dead people everywhere. Oh, uh, excuse me, Gremlins I remember though, Gremlins
0: had guns, too. <laughs> yeah, there but were, usually it was
1: the Gremlin that was There was, was things ahead.
0: in Blenders being ground up! Really? And Die Hard... Alright, I'm, I'm sorry, Die, Die Hard is the feel-good Christmas movie. Uh, yeah.
1: That's what everybody keeps trying to tell me.
0: Alright, here's the next one. Whether you should take extra time off of work for the holidays. Well, we well, don't really argue. We don't
1: well, care. About who that. argues about that?
0: <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> Man, if you're arguing about that, you've got bigger issues.
1: Yeah, I was going to say.
0: Uh, how much to spend on each other. Okay, we've we've argued about that.
1: Well, yeah, because you always go above and beyond. I mean, we just had that discussion I'm a, a day giver. ago. I'm a day a, ago. I, I know, am I'm, a giver. I know, but I'm not. So that means 50%. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, who does the dishes after Christmas dinner?
1: No, nah, we never fight about that. That's nah, because yeah, we I usually go up, to family's
0: house up. so that we can just eat and skip out before that part.
1: I know the easy part. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: How much to spend on presents for other people?
1: Yeah, we probably. No, uh, you don't, we think, don't, we, about don't think we argue I don't think we argue
0: about it. No. No, uh, we're both realistic. Oh, here's one. Here's know. one. Whose family to visit over the holidays? Um. <laughs> Yeah, we've argued over that because yeah. you have a big family here. I have a big family here, and we used to. It's always a tug of war. We used
1: to swap. We'd go right, Christmas and that's kind of like the second air. one.
0: The next question: Where to spend Christmas Day? Yeah, well, all right. Well, we'll go to yours, but then we'll go to your mom's on yeah. Christmas Eve. Then we'd go to my family on Christmas Day. You know, and then this we'd year, for, just so
1: you know, it's going to be. And I hate to say this out loud, but it's going to be awesome. We don't have to oh, go it's anywhere. okay. Our families we don't,
0: don't to listen to this show. Our families don't <laughs> listen. We don't have to. We don't have to spend a minute with any of them. It's going to be
1: fantastic. <laughs> well, I know we're all in quarantine. Remember the rule. And if they are listening, we
0: love you dearly. Yes, it's not my fault. And the number one <laughs> argument that couples have at Christmas: Who's cooking Christmas dinner?
1: We don't. We 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 both kind of pitch in.
0: So. Right, and, and really it's for Christmas dinner. dinner this year, ah, screw it. I We're know. leaving that we to Chef out, John. <laughs> we ordered out this We're year. We've got prime rib coming, man? Well, now remember last Christmas we just spent it uh, drunk on the beach in Maui eating oh. out of Chinese food cartons, and that was
1: an awesome Christmas. <laughs>
0: Well, that was a very special, special time. Uh, have a Merry Christmas to everybody. We thank you for joining us over this last year and a half in the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska, wherever in the world you listen to this podcast. We appreciate it. It's kind of weird, I know, but it's a lot of fun, isn't it? We're going to do it next week. In fact, next week, our year-end special. a hey, look back. Some of our favorite bits with lovely Maria, the mayor, everybody else, it's going to be fun. That'll be next week as we wrap up 2021, folks. Enjoy your Christmas, and we'll talk to you next week from the cabin in Crapper Creek. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at
2: xrock959.com. This has been a Entertainment production.